Okay. Hey, Steven, what's up? Oh, hey, Chanel. You know, just chilling. Just chilling with microphones. Chilling with microphones in front of us because we have started a podcast. We have started a podcast. Thank you for joining me. Uh, Thank you for joining me. I'm here too. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for joining. It's a pleasure to have you. It's a pleasure to have you. Pleasure Imagine have we you. just like we just like snap into that tone for this. Like, hey, really low energy. Yeah, there was. There's this one podcast that's really inspirational where they play. It's it's a sleep podcast where they um, read boring books to you at night. <laughs> and the woman talks, talks like this. Like if you're a listener Hello. of this podcast and you're that woman, hey. I um run the risk of doing that sometimes if I like if I don't want to um Do when I'm be a professional when I'm in my other room um with roommates oh. <laughs> I have two rooms you're... not to oh. brag <laughs> when I'm in my like other house with like the roommates I uh. <laughs> I try to talk like really soft because I don't want them to like wake up or whatever and the listen back is really sleepy it's bad it's super right. bad so super wake bad. up Wake up, Wake Steven. Up. Good morning, fam. This well, is Well, welcome. Welcome to the first episode of Star Vehicle. Yay. Not Star Vehicles. Not plural. Chanel. I know. It took me just about the entire time we've had the idea to shake out that S, you know? Shake out the S, but also you kept texting me <laughs> as if you were going to trip me up and be like, is it Star Vehicle or Star Vehicles? <laughs> and I was like, no, it's Star Vehicle. And I feel then, like, like I just wanted then, like, to And then like a day later, your... hey, just checking... Star vehicles, right? I was like, no. It was like an SAT. It was like an SAT question or something like that, where they or or like those job interview questions where they ask you one question and then thirty questions later they circle same. back and ask you the same question to see if see if you were faking. Just jumble it up though. They just jumble up those words to make you think yeah. it's new. No, it's star vehicle <sighs> singular. I have but, a mental block with it. You're, you're, there are multiple star vehicles. You're right. You're 100% right. There are multiple star vehicles, and that's why it's a podcast with multiple episodes. But each time title, it's just one just star one. vehicle. That's right, Chanel. Yes. Well, sometimes we might, we might reference more than one, but there will be one focus. There will be one focus, as evidenced by the title. So, by welcome. The title. Yeah. Welcome. Star vehicle, no S. I was pluralizing it like my mother. Um,. <laughs> Yeah, they do that. Like, Chanel, you want to go to Best Buy's later? No, I want to go to. I don't even want to go to Best Buy. What is I don't there go for to, you? I only. I don't even want to go to one. I don't even want to go to the singular Best Buy. They all do it, and then like, oh my god, they? everything. Mandy, growing up, Mandy's. Well, welcome everyone. Thank you for joining us. Yes. On this beautiful journey. Yeah, so we're really excited about this. We're really excited about this podcast. It was not something that we thought about super long at all. No. It actually came to fruition <laughs> while I was watching a star vehicle. <laughs> yes, a star vehicle. Just one. Just one. Um, you would think, like, wow, this pod's great. Well, you haven't heard it yet, but you're gonna <laughs> you're gonna come to find out it's really good. And you're gonna be like, Whoa, how long have they like thought about this or have been doing it? Not long yeah, at all. Not long at all. Moments. Moments. Yeah. Here's here's where I put sorry, here's where we put the idea together. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta I have to get that in my head. You okay, need the cheerleader. Group, this is a group project. Okay. <laughs> okay, we're working together. Okay, so I was watching and I always blank on the title. Okay. Oh, Those Who Wish Me Dead. Yeah. Oh my God. Do, do you want to know what I was going to call it? What? I Know Who Killed Me. Oh. 
I was prepared to be your Lord and Savior, it's, and then yeah. I was going to come in with the wrong title. Oh, my gosh. Okay, it is. Okay, that movie the, duh, is a word salad of of phrases and words, but it's that movie where you might have seen it. It was starring, Ange- well, it still stars Angelina Jolie, and it was on HBO Go for for a limited time. It might still yeah. be there. Yeah, check it but, out. But I was watching this movie, Those Who Wish Me Dead, or I Know Who Killed Me. <laughs> different <and> movie. <laughs> different movie. Or maybe it's not a movie yet, but it could be. And oh my God. I was texting Chanel, that's you, that, that's me. that the only reason that I decided to watch this movie was that the advertising focused on Angelina Jolie. And I was like, wow, it's so good to see her in an action movie. I didn't know that it was about forest fires. Uh, and how or, would you? How know, would you? I know. The consumer is powerless against powerless. this <laughs> type of branding. This machine. The, this, this machine. Mi- yeah. The branding of a star vehicle. Now there was in in or not in my defense, against my defense, there were sort of red flames, I guess, in the background. <laughs> and she looked like she was wearing uh, fire protectant clothing. So I do now... So that's, rec- that's your bad. <laughs> that I do recognize that I should have guessed or inferred that a fire would be at play. But I didn't know. I didn't know it was about wildfires at yeah, all. I thought it was going to be like a sci-fi, like Tomb Raider Angelina. Like, get that yeah. back. It sort of was. It sort of was Tomb Raider in a fire, which it, it was very it just real. Felt, kind. It was like this happened. It, it was a little too real. Yeah, like but, forest um, fires happen. Forest fires do happen. Great point. But um, <laughs> thank you. It felt so wonderful to be with Angelina Jolie and just see her carved face on screen like rappelling and jumping and wielding fire tools that she had repurposed as weapons. And I was texting you and I was like, this is like my favorite movie ever. And then I, (laughs) then I backtracked and said, it might not be the best movie ever, but these types of movies are my favorite movies. Yes. You were like, is the writing good? Maybe no. Is the acting great? I mean, Angelina's great she's wonderful you just kind of like you went like one two three is this good eh. is this good no it's like a very medium movie but like your punchline was but it's always good to see Angelina Jolie so good to see Angelina Jolie without those kids I know you were so psyched so then we got to talking like you said pretty pretty briefly yeah, so you're texting me about this movie, and I and I too have like the same. I haven't seen it yet, but I'm like, I've seen the preview, like the poster with Angelina right. Jolie on the cover, and I'm like, oh yeah, I've been meaning to see that. I was actually even going to go in theaters because the movie theater had just started to open up. Wow, I I know it I would know. be great to see it in the theater. I thought that when I settled for it on HBO in my bedroom, <laughs> but I remember just being like, yeah, no, same logic. I too am going to go see that, and why am I going to go see that? Because Angelina Jolie's on the cover, and that's right. It. And, and the important next step is that if anyone else was in this movie who was not Angelina Jolie and not a movie star, we would not be watching that movie. We wouldn't have showed up, but At would all. not be in the seat. If they if it was if it was advertised as a fire science movie, nope. I would have said no. Yeah, or even if they just gave all the characters equal weight on that poster, I might not oh, have seen no, no. Angelina Jolie because she's a little she's kind of thin. She's kind of thin. And I wouldn't have gone. 
I wouldn't have showed up. An ensemble, it is not. And like the weird thing is that movie, she's isn't even the she's the star, but they do focus on others as well. So, and by the way, when we reference Thin, we're not making fun of her appearance. That is a self self referential. It's just a fact. Reference that they make in the movie itself. Oh, yeah. No, I know. In the actual film, they call attention to, she's like a little skinny for a firefighter. Yeah. That's like it's, the last line in the movie. It's like um, an interpretation of the line. But anyway. you'll forgive us. So we got to talking. Like we really got to talking and we're riffing and going back and forth. And I'm kind of like, this is the part where I'm, I'm taking credit because I just don't think you would have you needed me to cheerlead you on. Like I needed to be there to push. Cause I was like, wait, I think there's something here. Like, this is funny. The fact that it's like such a medium movie, but we're like so down based on who's in it. The star. Oh, sorry. I unplugged my earphones when you said it was your idea. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck you. He didn't unplug his earphones. Just kidding. No, you're right. It was very much like a, a, a discussion. Okay, so we're talking and we're going back and forth. And I think at first it was just like a discussion between friends being like, I wouldn't be seeing this movie if, it, if a star wasn't attached. But you were like very clear. It can't just be any old star. Like no. it can't just be, you know, a good actor. No, no, no. It has to be a movie star. Right. And then in the coming days, we really got into it where we were like, right. this is our it's favorite not, it's way. Not, it's not Brie Larson. It's Angelina Jolie. Yeah, so you did bring up that exact example. You were like, you're like, so if Brie Larson was starring in this movie, I would not go see it. No, so it's not like a celebrity. It's a movie star, and there's a big difference. A huge difference in the way they can hold my attention when they're on screen. Right. Major difference. And that got us like thinking too, like what makes a movie star? And it's like, sometimes it's intangible, but it's clear. Right. I know, I know who they are. Steven is the keeper of whomever is a movie star. And so I can tell, know. I can tell. So <laughs> we decided to start to explore some of their greatest works. Yes. Hence, the pod star vehicle was born. And here we are. And here and we're we are. Beginning, we're beginning our coursework today. Students... Get your pens and pencils ready. Strap in. Yeah. No laptops, please. The clicking is very distracting. Yeah, this is a no laptop course. Mm-hmm. This is like an old-fashioned course. So, you know, put your thinking caps on because we are so ready to take you on our journey of analyzing the star vehicle. And when I say analyzing, it's it's loose. It's We're just talking about star vehicles, and it's fun. Right. Mostly just trying to figure out the plot and then thinking <laughs> about um what that means and it's been fun to see like what the different movie stars bring to their respective vehicles so that's always like a fun little exercise to just like you know follow the course of their their starlight Mm -hmm. absolutely (laughs) and that's what we think we're doing here and i say think carefully that's what we think we're doing here we're not sure But thank you for being here. Thank you for being here today. We are so happy to have you. And, you know, without further ado, we are so excited to show you or have you listen to (laughs) 
Yeah, turn your turn your video on. <laughs> turn your video on. You won't get anything. <laughs> yeah. Um, we are so excited for you to listen to our first episode, which covers Monster in Law, starring Jennifer Lopez and Jane Fonda. Enjoy. In the motion picture industry, the star vehicle is a tale as old as time, a way to take a bankable star and rake the public for some extra cashola before they move on to a newer make and model. We know referring to human actors as objects isn't great, but we do love a solid star vehicle. When was the last time you said no to an Angelina Jolie movie? Um, never. Do we care about plot and solid writing? Nope. Not when Julia Roberts graces our screen. So, we're watching movies the way your mom watches them. We are asking a lot of questions we'll never have the answers to, but we're keeping our eyes peeled for the stars. Movie critics, we are not. But that won't stop us from preserving this sacred art form. Join us each week as we recap, reframe, and sometimes rewrite your favorite star vehicle. Let's hop in. Let's dive yeah. in to the survivor pit. The survivor <laughs> Let's dive in. Pit. Let's dive into the star vehicle. Climb in through the window. <laughs> Workshopping that. Yeah, sure. Good job. Good try. Climb in yeah, through we'll, the we'll, sunroof. We'll land, that, we'll land that next time. <laughs> we'll land it next time. D- dive in to, through from in through the top of the roof through the star vehicle. <laughs> Strap in. Are you good? Well, actually, this was like a really much needed reprieve to watch this movie. On vacation, you mean? On vacation. Okay, great. And I would really implore everyone to watch it, whether they're on vacation or not. Um, yes. Because it actually does have a lot to do with like, with um, um, essentially vacationing with others and or like staying in someone else's home um, and like the politics of that. Mm-hmm. Um, so it actually felt like really, really relevant to a relevant flick. To of my course, life. the movie in question is 2005's Monster in Law. Yeah, starring the evergreen Jane Fonda, right, and Jennifer Lopez. Now I do have to correct you there a little bit because Jane Fonda does not have the star billing. Jennifer exactly. Lopez has the star filling. Okay, so I, I was going to ask you this: Do you think that they shot? But I agree this? with your. I agree with the way that you that I phrased it. Yeah. Exactly right. So I, if I, now I know that this is true because you said she has the star billing. They shopped this yeah. as a J Lo star vehicle. Yeah, it is, and and we'll get That's into it. it but promised. like, clearly, the way that they like structured the movie, they were banking this as as a Jennifer Lopez vehicle, mm-hmm. but. That vehicle was hijacked in the best way possible. The and best. thank God. Because, thank God. You know, when one star something, another star somethings, because we'll get into it. But yeah, yeah we're going to talk about Monster in Law. Which, Monster in Law, 2005. What a time. I, I actually did see like pretty close to when it originally came out but i can't say that i've seen it in like 
the last few five years like I don't remember the last time I watched this movie um okay we wanted to get into it right away with the title Monster-in-Law the title is Monster-in-Law and I think that this is where and it can lead to some confusion for the lay viewer because they Mm -hmm. are trying to let us know right off the bat that obviously you know they're they're kind of hitting you over the head right it's not mother-in-law it's monster-in-law yeah so the mother is the monster yeah however however However. that upon this viewing is not the case Mm -hmm. the monster is is somebody else top build herself yeah is top billing and wow it is interesting to watch a movie where they so clearly had the villain in mind and yet you can't help but strongly dislike the main character and hope for really terrible things to happen to her it's a real fail and that's jennifer lopez and that's jennifer lopez top build Oh, if anything about the title, I just feel like it's lazy, but it gets the job done. It's like punny and monster-in-law, mother-in-law. People it's say fine. that. It's fine. It's fine. I don't care about it. I don't have a better one off my I, head. How about that? That's how I feel. I don't have a better one. So I'm so excited unless to dive in. It, <laughs> unless they called it like temp. <laughs> or Or how about this? What if they called it? Temp, and then with a little a little hyphen, Tris. Temptress. That's oh my the better God. title. Right? Yeah, because like monster-in-law will have you. Temptress. Oh my gosh, wait, calling this temp would have killed <laughs> me. It's like, yeah, if Jane is not going to be top billed, it looks like they're sharing billing. I'm looking at the poster. But yeah, no, Jennifer Lopez is clearly first in the credits. She's first. So to call it monster-in-law is a misnomer. This movie should have been called Temp. It should have been wow. called Temp. Wow, 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 wow. You're blowing my mind. Um, how about I read the log line really quick and then let's sure. just keep it moving. Keep the star vehicle moving. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. It'll click. It'll 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 land eventually. Eventually. The love life of Charlotte is reduced to an endless string of disastrous blind dates until she meets the perfect man, Kevin. Unfortunately, his merciless mother will do anything to destroy their relationship. <laughs> Gets the and job honestly, done. Honestly, I do think that that is the movie that they wanted to make. Yeah, that was the promise. But it's not the one that's delivered. And not I didn't even really close. know that her actual name was Charlotte. I thought, <laughs> I mean, we'll get to that, but I thought that was Charlie. a joke. <laughs> I love that they mentioned Kevin by a name. dog's name. They're it's like, not- um... Endless string of disastrous blind dates. Never one time in this movie do we see right, a we don't, blind date. We don't date. see that. We don't see any blind dates. None. Zero. Until she meets the perfect man, Kevin. Just like the name Kevin is a real bummer in this log line. <laughs> Unfortunately, his merciless mother will do anything to destroy their relationship. That's like the truest line. That last line is fine. Um, yeah. You know, I like words it's, like destroy. It's close, but that is the final product is, is not that. Yeah, the promise of the premise wasn't really delivered on. And I oh think we gosh. benefit from that because I don't really know if I want to watch that movie. I want to watch the one that I just watched, which yeah, is Yeah, I want to watch different. the one. I want to watch the one that we got. So, boom, we open up on this gorgeous 
gorgeous like pier i am only left to assume it's santa monica or like venice maybe and it's stunning it's stunning really opening shot and we're panning over a crowd of um beachgoers and yeah. everyone's having a great day it's a great day it's a sunny day assuming uh, it's obviously california and yeah. um we crane on over and you did you mentioned something about the song the opening song i don't know the name of the song and honestly i don't even need to look it up but <laughs> I've heard it and you've heard it like a million times. It's used in nine out of 10 movies in the opening, in the it's opening like, like credits. The movie, the song, it's of, a movie the, song. of movies. Yeah. Yeah. I love so that. it definitely, it let me know two things. Number one, I was watching a movie, which was correct. And number two, that <laughs> don't fear because this is fun. This is going to be fun. It reminds me very much. You don't play that movie much. song if, if, if trouble is afoot. Oh, so no, no, no. you immediately can relax because they so play that So it set the tone. Song. It like set our tone. Yeah. You've heard it before. You've seen it all before. And then we crane on over. Don't ask us over. the name of the song. Don't ask us the name of the song. We won't even look it up. We had the opportunity to. Did we? No. Well, I, I think the song says something about mama. It's like a song and it's a repetition of the word of mama. So just like letting us know what's coming. Sure. And like yeah, the title, yeah, yeah. the title Monster in Law, I think we got it. Like we got it. We're fine. Yeah, it's clear. Yeah, so we crane on over and we're met at the window by J-Lo, our star, star, our top build. and Who um, we think is the star. Who we think is the star. But stay tuned, folks. So we're in her beautiful, beautiful, I'm going to call it an artist's space. Yeah, I mean, she's surrounded by sketches of what she would probably describe as fabulous gowns, but they look very run in the mill. Yeah. So you could only infer that this woman is, you know, a top designer. Um, she has a corner apartment with like huge windows, but then the camera pans down and we see what she's wearing. And, <laughs> designer she is not she is she's not. wearing and we'll see this repeated throughout the film um essentially like these tunic smock mm-hmm. shirts over jeans i want to go ahead and call I've them dresses hmm? oh, you've seen them on qvc yeah i've seen these on qvc yeah but and that's not a diss it's a reference but they're <laughs> thank god yeah you're right. They are dresses. And she could have worn it as a dress, but she chose not to. She wore jeans yeah. under it. She, well, it's a very 2005 aesthetic, um, yeah. which I'm not psyched about. You know, make them... I love like the timeless look of Jane Fonda's outfits in this, but JLo's are not it. It's a long dress over a pair of jeans, bell-bottom jeans. So just a lot of fabric, you know? Yeah. And I feel but, like a sneaker maybe and a sneaker but she's the film is definitely communicating to us that she's a fashion designer that is basically Mm -hmm. what they are telling us from Mm -hmm. the top like this woman is a fashion designer that is her livelihood that's how she pays the rent that's what they're yeah that's what they tried to shop to us they workshopped it there's she must be very successful because she has a huge apartment gorgeous place swatches of fabric everywhere pencils colored pencils paper renderings we cut to a close-up of a hand that's probably not j-lo's hand drawing like a beautiful gown and we're just like "Mm -hmm. this is devil wears prada 2 
Yeah. And this is also like 2005. This is this is the age of like Project Runway season one and season two. This is when everybody was basically told that they could be a fashion designer. I remember. Those, yeah, like the everybody feeling. thought if if only I had the tools, I could I could make <laughs> I could make something out of nothing. I and, had a friend teach me uh, yeah. how to draw a gown. And I was like, oh my God, I'm gonna be a fashion designer. That's it. Yeah, they were, she, and all the sketches were definitely like the back of the gown or like the bow or like, or, or like a, a button, not like a full, a fully realized. It was the movie um, version of, look at me, I'm a yeah. fashion designer. But she's a fashion designer. That's what we're told. Yeah. That's what we're shown, not what we're told. That's what we're shown. And it's clearly like at least a $4,000 place, maybe less in 2005, but like the, her rent Expensive. is high. Expensive. Adjust Very expensive. For, yeah, you can adjust it for inflation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I would put it at like a three thousand to four thousand dollar ish a month place. But okay, so all that aside, I hope you caught what was the most disturbing aspect <laughs> of her apartment. Lay it on me. Okay, so after she has a conversation with, with Adam Scott, who we're not talking about on this. We're not going to talk about Adam Scott in this. Not this talk is our. About him. This is us getting it out of the way now. Okay. Sorry, Adam, if you're a, if you're a viewer of this podcast, but we are not going to be discussing your work in this movie. Um, okay, so she runs down the stairs, booking it, and booking we're still assuming it. that this is her apartment because at the bottom of the stairs there is a little shelf, if uh-huh. you will, and she, you know, she turns left and opens the door. But before she opens the door, she puts her dirty fingers in her mouth and kisses them. <laughs> <laughs> and then puts them on faces okay. of two other people who mm-hmm. we can assume are her dead parents. Dead parents. Now, right. that's one thing. The other thing was the shrine littered with lit <laughs> candles. Candles. <laughs> Just casual. Candles that were not only lit when she came down the stairs, <laughs> but remained lit even after when she, she left the door. As if, as if this is like, you know, um, JFK, and this is an eternal flame. <laughs> the eternal of flame of her mom and dad. I did get the right. sense that those candles are never blown out. The anxiety that I felt when she closed that door and those candles were still lit was yeah. almost too much to handle. So that... we're, we're right off the bat. We are shown, not told, that she, her parents, her parents are dead. And Mm -hmm. what I really, what really made me kind of giggle on the inside about this moment, and this will kind of carry through with the movie, is that this movie is very into essentially psychoanalysis and mental health. And essentially what they're telling us there in that moment is that her parents are dead. You know what that means. Like, you know. Get ready. Yeah. Like she's. Gear up. Somebody is yeah. looking for a fam. She's <laughs> yes. longing for. It's like she's missing something. She's missing something. Right. Yeah. So. Hi, mom and dad. Yeah, that was kiss, a kiss. whirlwind. <laughs> it was a <laughs> whirlwind of an opening sequence. Whirlwind. But yeah, the dirty fingers in her mouth, kissing the lit candles. Yeah. It was just, it was a lot. But anyway, she leaves the apartment and we assume that this successful fashion designer is is off to off to her high powered gig as a fashion yeah. designer 
off to make off to make moves. Her off to her salaried position. <laughs> yeah, as a fashion exactly. <laughs> she collects her full t- her full yeah, time with full time gig with with fashion four hundred one k provided right. job. Uh, no, 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 not the case in this movie. No. This is where she runs off to uh, start one of her many temp jobs as a dog walker, right? <laughs> this was a real shock to me. This <laughs> is shocking. Because, because the next scene, it cuts to her holding on to eight to ten dogs. White knuckling two leashes. White knuckling, hands forward. Like hands she's forward. Training being, for the Iditarod. And being dragged by no less than two Dalmatians. <laughs> I don't know. Like, when have you ever seen two Dalmatians? On the beach, no less. One of the most difficult terrain to walk on. The comedic image that I could have died without forever. This is this is a little harsh because like it's not hurting anyone, but I don't need J Lo to like wrangle dogs on screen for me. It's not like I don't care. Like I didn't need it. It was just it was sort of just like goofy. Very, very (laughs) so goofy. It was so goofy, and it also felt like we were just like missing a scene that told us that she was a dog walker. Because in the last scene, we were led to believe that she was fashion, a fashion designer. <laughs> and again, just if kidding. she had walked out of the if she had walked out of the house with eight dogs, I would have said, "Oh, mm-hmm. those are her eight her eight dogs." She's a dog but lady. She had like the dog walker belt. So again, they showed not told. Like it, w- it was very clear that no, 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 no. This woman, th- I'd this argue, woman is a dog I, walker. They they showed, by but trade. then they they showed, but then they also told, which to me is just funny. It's just absolutely hilarious. <laughs> like, <laughs> like of course they showed us, and we're like, okay, got it. But then she'd also be like, well, I'm a dog walker, and then same with the parents. Like they showed this? us great, beautiful job, very nuanced and light, albeit like weird with the candles. And then, you know, a couple of scenes later, oh, my parents are dead. It's like, you know, you were doing so great. The movie, the movie loves to hit you over the head, like with information about about Jennifer Lopez. That's me bashing was, in my fist for yeah, listeners at because home. Because on one of her other temp jobs, which is. Okay. Yes. Um, her jobs. Plural. A, like a receptionist who has like pretty poor control of like HIPAA law like at a doctor's office who is like yes. openly shouting medical information through <laughs> a microphone into the waiting room. Yeah. Um, she's there. They're always like, Oh, you're here for the day, right? You're here temporarily. Right. Mm-hmm. And like temporarily temp, you're a temp temp. Yeah. So another one of her jobs is she's, you know, front of house at a mm-hmm. doctor's office, some sort of clinic or whatever. Yeah. Another clinic. Um, had me wondering about like laws. Like, can anyone just like walk off the streets and do that job? <laughs> Any old dog I walker just needed, fly in? She's I wearing scrubs. You needed, like some sort of medical training. That's what I thought, but no, she takes um, a man's some sort of specimen in a paper bag. We'll never know what it exactly was. And um, yeah. I know we the infer, object. We can infer we can that infer. it's pretty gross, it's though. It's disgusting in there. But I'm going to say, okay, like, I know how I was supposed to feel about that moment. I was supposed to be like, ew, because her reaction shot told me to be like, ew. But I felt bad for the guy. I felt bad for the patient who you come to a doctor's office to not feel ashamed of, like, your condition or your body. And then Jayla was like, 
oh my god I'll let the doctor know you're here disgusting ew and then she puts Purell on she opened that bag as if there was a severed head in there it's, it's so like, rude <laughs> <laughs> yeah then we cut to this like ridiculous reaction shot whereas like if I were the patient and I saw the receptionist at the doctor's office do that I would be like I'm leaving this practice and never coming back that was so rude of you Right. And I mean, looking at the size of the bag, and again, we can cut this out, but like, I was like, okay, like, let's infer what like what could realistically be in that bag. And I mean, it's, it's, it's not, I'll say this off. right now, it's not a stool sample. It's not. It has to be, it has to be a number, a number one sample. And you think? I think so. My whole thing was like, those those containers are sealed. So why are you it's like sealed. making a frowny face? You know what? This brings me to my grander point, which I, I feel a little bit guilty saying because, you know, acting's hard. But J-Lo didn't make a decision about what was in the bag. And I like to see choices from my actors. And yeah. she had not made a choice. She didn't make the decision. So therefore, it was muddy for us. And I'm going to go ahead right. and put that on her. I'm going to go ahead and say, step up. And I you know what? I think she does step up because... In like later movies, I well, see more specific I, work. We're yeah, not talking I mean, about those she, now. She does land a few zingers in this movie that did make me LOL. But this was this was not this was not my favorite scene. Yeah. So, but um, I just have I'm her trying. looking at like a temp with the headset on. Like if they Googled temp, this is the outfit. Yeah. Headset on yeah. makes this poor man feel badly. Okay. She, she yeah they take us through her days she's you know hustling and bustling and then eventually we end one of her many days with her friends in the courtyard this was disturbing of their joint mansion yeah that okay so the courtyard's so confusing it's like gorgeous it's beautiful yeah, and this is the courtyard of the original apartment that we saw in the opening shot mm-hmm. where we can Beautiful infer that Spanish. Adam Scott also lives and then another person who yeah. I don't I don't know her name in the movie Didn't look and up her I don't name. even know her her actress name. The poor woman is given nothing to do. So nothing. Nothing to do. Adam Scott is at least given something to work with. And he um, goes down a really dark path. He goes down a dark path and it's a little inappropriate. <laughs> It's it's actually not too oh. bad, but we're not talking about Adam Scott. Okay, we're not. So the courtyard scene is disturbing. They yeah. are sitting down discussing the fact that she hasn't dated in a while, and this is one of those moments where they're going to tell, not show. Like it's you know we just got to spit out this exposition. Right. So what do they say? They're like, um, "You're turning." Oh my gosh, her, the woman who we don't know the name of. She goes, "You're turning into a bit of a f- no." We're worried about you. You're turning into a bit of a freak. <laughs> but said but said with like (laughs) sincerity like should i try it again okay we're so worried about you i'm not gonna be able to do it no i think your first one was good i was just like they 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 were using the term literally they were like trying to land it you 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 dog walker are turning into a freak i'm just like what does she mean by what does freak even mean this is like a weird word to choose yeah like it would be, it would make more sense if they're like you're turning into a bit of a loser or a square or like a grandma. Because then at, at least I understand the intent. I don't understand the intent of freak. 
freak. Like, what? And then, but then they go a step further and they give her a diagnosis. And they're like, you're crazy. You're, you're crazy. crazy. You're a crazy person. Yeah. Adam Scott's like, we think it's from you not having sex. Yeah. And she's like, um, okay. <laughs> it's like a real intervention moment. Because what we've glossed over is that during her day-to-day, like, day labor, she's had these run-ins with this this guy who will become her love interest. And essentially, they're t- she's talking about how, like, she's, she's, um... She's like developing this relationship with this guy, and they're like, "Have you talked to him?" And she's like, "No, no." And then- should I have you, weirdos, <laughs> you freaks? That was so on the nose too. They're like, "So, what'd you say to him?" And she's like, "I haven't talked to him yet." And she's like drinking from a straw yeah. in a really cutesy way. <laughs> it's a really odd behavioral choice. And like a really, and like a really like ratty sweater that she like dug oh, up. Oh my god! One of her I many just- holy moly sweaters that she wears. A common theme that we love to talk about is like a mat. It's just like it's J Lo. Just thinking like this is J Lo. This is Jane Fonda. And like thinking of J Lo, deciding at the beginning of the day like this is a cute choice to be sipping this drink with my knees up from a straw, and then through yeah. every camera subsequent camera setup, she has to sit with her knees up drinking from this straw. I, I love think thinking about stuff like this. Well, that's <laughs> what did make me laugh about J- Jennifer's. Um, like character choices is that I really think okay this is like 2005 she's like an uber star like she's a she's a big time star mm-hmm. I think and I have I to remind like she, myself I like, feel I like stop. what she wanted to do in this movie is she was like I'm just gonna be oh I'm gonna be a I'm gonna be a normal I'm gonna be a regular Joe and she's like what do they do this they is how normal people shit. drink right they work shitty jobs and they wear these nasty sweaters she's like that's what that's what <laughs> normal, normal. and like yeah. she's doing her best normal but like much like her friends di- diagnose her she comes across a little bit like a freak yeah she's like aliening it up like alien from outer space coming to study human behavior kind of didn't really nail it but you're right, I, she is so goofy. Like, she's really she's goofy. Goofy, and it doesn't fit. It's like, I don't want to see her do that. I don't know and what's like, wrong. Kind of like, uh, um, what's the flustered. word I'm looking for? She's like, um, she's almost like stuck. It's almost like whenever her parents died, she's still stuck at that age. Like I was going to say. It's like her parents died at 12, and then she never matured past 12. Because that's she's the wearing, way that she behaves in this movie. She's wearing so many pigtails. And yeah, I just, she dresses like a, like a middle schooler and she like talks and acts like she basically and she has like after school jobs like you would have in like middle school. <laughs> oh my God, I know. So she goes like, I'm like a little league coach. Local doctor office. She's like, I'm also a little, I'm a temp. I'm a dog walker. I'm a little league coach and I teach yoga. The yes. fuck, bitch? She's a little league coach. Little league coach had me. I was like, oh my God, J-Lo. I forgot it's like, about that. Yeah, but she's sort of, like, trapped in this, like, juvenile, like... Maybe that was her choice, and that's actually pretty... And in that case, wow, good for you. Because she was acting like such a... Yeah, she was acting like Vanessa Ann Hutchins in High School Musical. Much like her friends, like, I definitely... I just diagnose, I don't prescribe, but something is wrong. (laughs) Like, she's She's not not okay. I would love... I I feel like a therapist scene would have been great in this movie. Instead of, like, the friend intervention, throw her on a couch with a therapist. 
Ooh. They would have, and to use a word used later on in the film, they would have sent her to the loony bin. To the because... loony bin. <laughs> it's not okay. It's so inappropriate. Yeah, I was like, I did laugh when that word was used, and I know it's inappropriate, and it's a really irresponsible way to talk about mental health. 2005. It, 2005. It I'm just going to keep saying it. It's funny to hear someone casually throw around, around the phrase loony bin casually chuck that chuck that around i feel like that actually probably was a staple of life in the early yeah. 2000s it's like something we just don't hear anymore so it really is rare we don't hear it in, you don't hear it enough and i know there's a reason for it i i know i know there's I, a reason that i we know don't use that term we for know sure. We for know. sure <laughs> for sure however yes, not condoning when it catches you when it catches you off car skewered me it really did make me laugh yeah, absolutely. Um, and I feel bad about it. And I feel bad about it. But it was very funny. Um, I don't know. Did we, did I put a pin in like, I just feel like JLo didn't build this character out to have a life beyond what we saw in these scenes. So like her apartment, like I feel like JLo didn't do a walkthrough beforehand and be like, I live here. This is my space. I break bread here. I never felt once like she had a dinner there. I never felt like she slept there. I just didn't well, feel like she lived I there. Think, I think that we're really onto something here because this whole like, like arrested development stage of her like as a middle schooler like that's basically like what a 12 year old's dream house would look like yes like shit everywhere mm-hmm. like nothing put away like oh my god yeah art supplies everywhere I, I bet she made those sketches with crayons and like we didn't see we didn't see a kitchen we didn't I didn't see, see a kitchen correct we didn't see a closet I didn't yeah. see an ironing board I didn't the see house was the tools. closet the house was the that house was the closet we didn't see we, any tools of maturity how about that you know what I'm, I'm now enjoying that art direction because you're right it has to be that and then he kevin our you know wonderful her fiance who we don't give a shit about kevin comes in and he's like oh did you just move in and she's like no i've been here four years <laughs> Which and he actually really calls is a attention helpful to it. grounding line because it, it I was very is shocking to watch it walk into her apartment. Walk into it. Exactly. I was very thankful for that line. I was like, oh my God, thank you for clearing this up because yeah. I thought this was like we bohemian were... and creative. And then it was like, she's a dog walker. And then, <laughs> nope. And then, oh, did you just move in? No, I've been here four years. Okay. So she something's not right. She doesn't have and her I, shit together. I do want to say this though, which is that, you know, For the temp community, this is not the temp representation that I think that that community is craving. Because this is not like, you know, I can't, I don't want to speak for the community, but Mm -hmm. any, any temps that are out there, like, this is not the movie you deserved. I will just say that. She was just giving it. I mean, I had a hard time even calling her a temp. It's like, if you dog walk you're a yoga instructor and you do little league. Those are, that's not even temp positions. Those are just like passions, I guess. And then you temp Passion at a doctor's projects. office. Well, arguably yeah. like little league coach, that's more volunteer. I don't that's think volunteer. they like, really, that they don't really pay you for that. I feel like yoga instructor, volunteer. <laughs> Imagine. <laughs> you're a oh, little league coach. I think she did the caterer. Was like, the, was like I'm here for the paycheck. <laughs> Your friend's dad, who's coaching the little league team, is like, I'm here for the Benjamins. I'm only here for the payout. We get extra if we go to playoffs. Yeah. 
you can't be making any money doing that. I was so confused by all these jobs. I think caterer seemed like she did it for free because she showed up at that one gig and her friend was like, oh my God, we're short two people. Thank God you're here. And then she's like, grab the shrimp balls. And JLo's like, got it. And then they grab yeah. the shrimp balls. So I feel like catering was volunteer, Little League volunteer. Yoga like teacher, per diem. She, she stretched so thin that like there's an, ex- an expression that I'm going to butcher, but essentially it's like you can't have your feet in two boats or something like that. Yeah, you'll do a split. Like, you can't like she spreads so thin. It's it's actually like really immature of her to have. She has no focus. And this will this will come back when we meet Jane Fonda. But like her assessment yeah. of Jennifer Lopez, which we're supposed to be reading as merciless. Negative. Bad. Is spot on. spot on. Perfect. But I think that she's we like, I got move. your number, babe. <laughs> <laughs> we have to move on to, to Jane Fonda. Okay. Yes. Yeah. We're spending too much time on like the first 12 minutes of this film. Yeah. We're still. This is minute Jane. 15. This is literally <laughs> 15. <laughs> well, if honestly, that, maybe even minute 10. In terms of world building, like I'm very happy we spent the time we spent up top because it's chaotic, but then also it almost never comes back. Like we never hear about her fashion again. It's Except chaotic. in her choices. And I think this is really how they they pitched this movie to Jennifer. They were like, they were like, look on the first 30 pages of the script. Do you see anyone else's name? And she's like, no. She's like, that's like, they're like, this is your movie. Because like literally the first 30 minutes, there is no Jane Fonda. No, it's literally. it's very bizarre. It's... Especially knowing how like the celebrity wave has like run over these last like whatever, 20... 15 years it's like where's Jane Fonda I'm just like itching for her and it's like no in 2005 I don't people were excited to see Jane Fonda but she actually wasn't the draw and this was her comeback film you know you know this um she was coming back on with this this was it poor Janie is all I have to say but um okay so we can leave we can leave Charlie did we mention her name is Charlotte but she goes by Charlie okay just random. I refuse to use her baptismal name on her this. Name is Jennifer Lopez. J Jennifer Lopez. Okay, yeah, anyway, so, so she meets this guy, she's courting him, whatever. Whatever. Boring. Her his mom is Jane Fonda, which cut to a scene where Jane, Jane Fonda at work. is at work. Yeah, Jane at work. Okay. Flip page. So Jane Fonda is like a um, Barbara Walters type who for some reason has become a daytime talk show. She's turned Ellen or whatever. And um, do you want to go straight to the interview? Yeah, I mean, she's- like, like you were saying, we were teed up that she is essentially this like super powerful daytime talk show host. And... We find out that she's losing her job and then they cut to essentially what's going to be her last interview, which appears to be with a Britney Spears composite like off. Yeah. character. Mm-hmm. Um, and Jane has had it. 
she's had it actually wait i have the script up here and i want to say the thing where she's like she's basically looking at the britney spears like knockoff on screen and she goes i've done exclusives with kissinger the dalai lama muhammad ali four sitting presidents three of them hit on me and five emmys and now i'm being replaced by a young thing whose grandmother loves me i just want to say in that moment i really felt like that was jane fonda kind of like just being jane fonda like saying like i'm coming back to do this you know cheap movie and look look at my replacement like look at what the world has become and i felt like that felt oof, like bone that was real that was well real, Jane. i think you make a really important point here which is that literally when the camera shifts to jane fonda at work it is <sighs> we are watching a totally different movie mm-hmm. jane fonda and what and like wanda sykes are acting circles around circles around everybody whatever jennifer lopez was doing yeah at her temp agency in the first part of the movie and like suddenly i am watching two people who know what they are doing and oh yes you can tell this is the buddy comedy we needed i'm suddenly i'm laughing i'm Mm -hmm. i'm sitting up i'm I'm relaxed because i'm not like cringing at a performance at a line reading the banter is good it's natural so funny oh i do love them together so anyway she has this freak out with with this britney spears Mm -hmm. like composite character and lunges at her lunges physically assaults her and (laughs) we don't condone cut to black cut to black x months later we get the therapy she's scene. The loony bin. She's she's fresh out the loony bin. She's fresh out the loony bin. Fresh right. out the loony bin, and I this How line made me laugh. How many months was she in the loony bin? I, they don't really say, but it it makes me die that the therapist plays back the footage <laughs> from that day. Shows Jane Fonda like her behavior, like her lunging at this poor like little girl, and then Jane's like, "Oh, I'm so glad that was the me of the past." And then the therapist has this like really cringe line where she's like, "Don't forget." The breakdown was only a few months ago. <laughs> so it's just like an oh, ambiguous right. amount of time has gone it, by. Very ambiguous amount of time. But Jane has completed completed her stint in Looney Bin. And again, stint. I'm only using that term because that is what was given to us in, in the, the film. Script. Yes. Yeah. So for all intents and purposes, that might have just been the name of yeah. the, this mental health service. <laughs> I actually watched um, it back and it's like Inverness blah 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 retreat and i was like oh damn it has a name that's cool yeah it it did have an actual name so So um they go jane's like fresh out and her son kevin decides i'm gonna bring my girlfriend jennifer lopez over and wanda sykes truly has another another line where we treat mental health like not with the severity it deserves he basically brings j-lo and wanda sykes pulls him aside and she's like you're gonna you're going to bring your girlfriend here like the first day her mom's back. And she goes. And she's right, by the way. She's so correct. Wanda Sykes and Jane Fonda are like bringing. This is the first time she's seen her son in in months. In months. Potentially longer. he's bringing this temp. He's bringing the temp. And Wanda Sykes says, are you crazy? She's fresh off the funny farm. (laughs) (laughs) So you have insensitive mental health. Joke number two. Yeah, again, we're just quoting this for integrity. 
we're quoting this for complete integrity. We both take mental health very seriously. We both suffer in our own right and our own private ways. But we're, you know, we're here for you. We're allies. We hope this podcast is a reprieve and I'm done with our disclaimers. Thank you. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> so, so, okay. So they're having a great time at first. Jane and J-Lo, the JJs, are talking. They're being really touchy. They're like giggly and laughy. And um, Kevin is just a, a bystander. He's like, wow, look at my two ladies hitting it off. And then he does something so goddamn inappropriate. Wait, but before he does that, I did really laugh at the line where... Let's hear it. Jennifer Lopez was saying like, oh my God, he's so sweet. He's always he's always there for me. Whatever, whatever. And then Jane Fonda's response to her is, well, enjoy it while it lasts. <laughs> and is this where she compared him, said that he looked like Jesus? No, that was at the lunch, but that's one of my favorite lines oh, ever. Oh, yeah. I like to think Kevin looks like Jesus. And then she looks up. Oh, my God. Yeah. Perfect. I think you brought this up um, when we were chatting before. Um, Jane Fonda has rehearsed. She yeah. has run this script. I would be- I'd believe it if she said I did this script cover to cover 85 times in my house. She Her is line so- delivery is perfect it's perfect she's the best line deliveries maybe of her career in this movie and i'm gonna go on the record and say i think this movie got her grace and frankie i know she's jane fonda but the character type i think this movie single-handedly booked her grace and frankie it's very similar and i'm gonna i'm just gonna go out on the limb and say it so wait so you were just talking about (laughs) um (laughs) enjoy it while it lasts oh yeah yeah but okay so kevin ridiculously decides I'm going to propose now. And he does. Mm. It's really inappropriate. No, 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 no. So inappropriate. And then um, we find out that this is just a fantasy, but Jane Fonda smashes JLo's face into the cake. Which felt which right. felt correct. And they shouldn't have taken it back as just like a fantasy, but they did. They took it back. Yeah. So I just get a kick out of knowing that Jane Fonda got to literally smash J-Lo's head in a cake on set that day. That's <laughs> exciting to me. <laughs> and really went for it. I think Jane's like taking a lot of her frustrations out in this film and I'm very happy for her. Like she just yeah. smashes her head in. There's a lot of smacks in this movie too. A good backhand to the face. <laughs> yeah. A lot, of, so, a lot of physical violence that doesn't leave any bruises, which I guess is... That's how we want our slapstick, that's right? That's how we want our, our altercations to go. Yeah. So, okay, do you want... Let's cut to their first lunch together. Okay, so they're engaged. They're yeah. engaged. It's accepted. Blah, blah, blah. And then Jane Fonda decides that in order to make right, she's going to just ingratiate herself in the wedding yeah just be just butt in and yeah be the wedding planner so they're out to lunch there's some of the best line readings of the movie at this lunch so oh my god wait right before the right after the proposal i know do you want to slide are you good huh do you want to like move in front of that window or turn the light on let me turn the light on yeah, turn the light on. Let's pause. Readers, we're pausing. I've been taking sips of coffee this whole time. I hope you can't hear. <sighs> Does the light not work in there? 
Great, 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 great. You look awesome. I fixed it. Perfect. You look so great. I forgot to mention on the couch right um, after he's proposed, Jane Fonda's like, marriage is a secret, sacred sacrament between like a man and a woman. And JLo's like, weren't you married four times? And it's oh. just not it. It's just not the okay, performance Okay, that actually is really important to bring up because like yeah. what the movie wants you to believe is that Jane Fonda is going out of her way to be merciless towards yeah, just Jennifer horrible. Lopez. However, Jennifer Lopez Th- really throws the first punch with that. She lobs the first ball. Point, up until that point, Jane Fonda has arguably done nothing wrong. She's rightfully been like, um, wait, you're proposing to this girl that I'm just meeting for the first time now and you've only known her for a few months and she's a temp with no career aspirations. Yeah, I'm shocked. I'm surprised. Like, explain those like yourself. Valid cons- those are like valid concerns. Yeah, 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 yeah. And she I was bad. wearing one of those, like, you know, tunic dresses. She wasn't looking, Ooh. you know, I, I she was wasn't hope- looking her best. Did she have pigtails on at that point? No, she didn't have pigtails oh. on at that point. Yeah. Oh, so it was really important that we double back really quick and just bring up the fact that Jayla was like, weren't you married four times? Which is super rude. And the line delivery is just off. So rude. She, you can tell JLo knows that she has to deliver the line and then take it back immediately. Be like, oh, oh my God. Oh, I'm so sorry. Like I, sh- I slipped, but she's, yeah. it's very anticipatory. Like she's anticipating. So it's not very free or in the moment. And I just can't help but think I'd love to see Jane Fonda play both parts, you know? Oh, that would have been a better movie. That would have been amazing. She so okay. all the, all the parts. Yeah. So, I mean, we go to the lunch and there are truly some of the best line readings of the flick at this lunch. Oh my God. Um, that's where she says, Kevin, I, we have to have the wedding in a church because Kevin always, Kevin always reminded me of Jesus. And then she looks at the ceiling. <laughs> and that was one of those bedroom rehearsals. That was like the result that of a was rehearsal. Perfectly <laughs> executed. Imagine I always thought Jennifer that Kevin Lopez looked like trying Jesus. to read that line. No, she wouldn't nail it. I also feel bad saying this, but I think, nail. I think what we're getting at is Jennifer Lo- Lopez is not a comedian. She's not a comedian. She's um, no, she's goofy. I mean, and in this movie, her laughs land in spite of her acting. Yeah, like, it's just written in the punchlines, I guess. Yeah. Um, we have oh, present from your new mama, and then she hands her that ginormous cross. <laughs> Another glorious line reading from Jane Font. <laughs> And Jayla's just reacting. She's like, oh, you can see the thorns on it. Great. Good good job, girl. Well, that's when Jayla's like, I'm more spiritual than religious. Did you believe that a for very a 2005 second? Line. She's like, we're thinking of having a non-denominational ceremony because I'm more spiritual than religious. And I'm like, oh, okay, yoga instructor, take a seat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then what else is said? Oh, my God. Jane Fonda pl- plucks a hair from her head, which I think is like a gray maybe. And then she puts it no, in her she, purse. No, she wanted to take it to like a crime lab. Oh, that's what that was. Yeah. Because Wanda Sykes jokingly was like, what do you want? You want me to get a hair sample and send it to the police? And Jane Fonda's like, no, I can do that. Jane plucks the hair from her head, wraps it in a napkin and puts it in her purse. And it is truly one of the best we throwaway never see moments. It again. We never see it again. It's never brought up again and we never see it again. And it's definitely one of the best moments that never come back in this whole movie. <laughs> God, this is a great film. This movie is so good. 
Yeah, the oh scenes God. with Jane Fonda are really like there's no wasted scene with her that's not funny. She makes she makes every moment something. Yeah. And I have to thank her for that. Like if I could ever thank her, it would be yeah, I would thank her for this performance. Truly I would. And then the only other thing I wanted to say about the lunch is she's like, Of course they're talking about wedding planning and dresses and whatever, and she's like, Of course I was a virgin when I wed. And like just using the word wed. Of course I was a virgin when I wed, but for you we'll just pretend. Oh right. Well they're talking about her wearing a white dress. Rude. So so rude in the best way. Yeah. But again, like it's so fun. Like if if J Lo could have been a lawler in real life. Um yeah. She needed to be able to be able to laugh. What a fun fun lunch to be at. I wonder how if I would have played this role differently. JLo's character just make her like more because if someone said that to you you'd be like <laughs> you would laugh the funniest you'd thing like, I've ever heard you're like what? but now Jennifer Lopez gets a little attitude on her and she I don't even Is know what she says happy. it's irrelevant but what does she say you're being pushy or something well she makes me really uncomfortable because you know what comes next in the script literally just by watching a ton of these formulaic movies is like you know she has to stop her somehow so she's like no no, 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 no to all of it. No, thank oh, you, yeah. but no. And again, it's like thank, really tentative. Oh, yeah. Thank you, but no. Thank, thank you, but, you no. but no. And it's super tentative from JLo. Like you can tell she knows she has to do this line instead of like letting it come from within naturally. And it's like so uncomfortable. And then- um, It's also chain- incredibly disrespectful. <laughs> so disrespectful. That is your elder. You you sit back and listen. Who's, who's going to pay for the wedding? Who's going to pay for lunch? Temp? Yeah. <laughs> Also, I want to get on the record that I feel like I am a temp. Like I've been a temp my whole you life. You have worked in temp positions before, but it was more yeah, of a, a long-term temp. <laughs> remember when I was a contractor? mover? <laughs> Do you remember when I was a mover? <laughs> what, like a furniture mover? Do you remember when I moved that family out of their apartment? <laughs> oh, right. <laughs> and my mom. That was the most mom. stressful temporary job you've ever had is when you had to pack up a family's apartment. <laughs> <laughs> their entire life I had to pack it up and get it on the road. You couldn't pay me to do that. And I mean, okay. I was stupid for taking that job. I was so stupid. But I got a, I wanted to buy a phone like J-Lo. I couldn't afford it. That's OK. That's exactly the kind of middle school logic that Jennifer Lopez. <laughs> <laughs> I had to take this this little league coach position because I wanted to buy a new DVD player. I wanted a razor phone. <laughs> this is 2005. She wanted the hot pink bejeweled razor. Yeah, she's like she's like my sidekick broke. I need a new one. I need a new. Yeah, I was a t- I've been a temp before and I've taken some pretty horrible positions. That was when my mom said um when I took the moving job and my mom said I just want you to know they're getting a deal on you. <laughs> <laughs> Which is the best compliment I've ever received from my mom. <laughs> it is. I mean, if anything, you know, your moving services are more highly valued than you might think. Than I thought. I was yeah. severely devaluing myself. And my mom was like, I just want you to know they're getting a deal. And then I was like, yeah, they are. <laughs> Can't do anything about it, though. It sucks. I mean, to hire one person. To-, <laughs> to move your life. They knew they were getting a deal. They're like, discount. <laughs> Bitch doesn't know what she's worth. 20 bucks an hour? Yes. If, if if that was me, I would still be in that apartment months later trying to pack it up. I thought I was going to die in there. <laughs> I 
I was just surrounded by stuff and I was like, oh my God, this makes me so anxious. I was like, I'm going to die basically here. basically what Jennifer Lopez's apartment was. Just That was her every- apartment living in chaos. Right, and that is what he said. He's like, did you literally just move in here and you didn't unpack? Did you move in this morning? Yeah, it's not good for your mental health to be in a space like that. And then Ugh. he moves her into his place and he's and she's like, He's like, Miss still has her apartment. And she's like, hey, you supported me subletting. And he's like, hey, I would have done anything to get you to move in here. (laughs) Which, okay, by the way, that house that they move into, this gorgeous, Gorgeous mid-century home in California. In a a neighborhood that is unclear, but it's gorgeous. Oh, yeah, they're not very clear with locations. The windows, the walls, the furniture, everything is perfect. And what does she do? She paints that nasty floral <laughs> the fl- mural. The flowers. On the, on, she does it on one wall. And he doesn't have the heart to tell her that it's ugly. And she's like, oh, don't <laughs> worry. I'm doing three I'm doing three more. I'll get and to the others. Give me some time. Literally, he literally grabs her and and forcibly removes her from the her painting station. Yeah. And they're supposed to be cute and flirty. But like yeah, if you think I, about it I saw in that it, light. He like, he was like, uh uh-uh, uh, you're not ruining this house. With and she's your... like, Oh my god, you can't stop me. They can't dry too they can't like go too long. Like they can't dry, or just something about them drying. And I'm like, No, let them let them dry. <laughs> yeah. Actually her her response when he removes her from her painting pedestal is confusing <laughs> because her complaint is that if if she's they, like they can't they dry away, the paint will dry, will dry. <laughs> which i was so know, confused by that i was like is that I, like the line yeah i'm not an artist but like that's to me that mm-hmm. seems like goal number one that's like the, that the point paint of dry. painting but maybe yeah. she hadn't removed her lisa frank stencils off the wall <laughs> and that she didn't want them to get stuck because she wanted to do a little mix action she's like no i yeah, want to really like, i want to oh, get the perfect the shape not You're done. right. That mural is hideous. Was, it's like a construct of an art department being like, she's creative. Here you go. Put on some overalls. Not only that, like the floral design that she painted on the wall was a sketch that you would do in your notebook when you're in middle school. Like yeah, when I was about to say your ninth grade. teacher is passing out like permission slips and you're just bored and you're just like you're doodling, doodling like that. That yeah. was what her final product looked like. And she put it on the wall. For permanent. Yeah. And it would have made, okay, she's also, she's not billing herself as an artist, but she has billed herself as a fashion designer. And not that I would have, not that I would have wanted it. It would have looked equally as heinous, but at least it would have made a little bit more sense if she had drawn a dress or a pack of yeah. dogs on the wall. <laughs> Her little league team. <laughs> a baseball diamond. <laughs> A yoga, a yoga mat, the third eye, <laughs> anything related to her other temp do- jobs. If anything, they introduced yeah. another temp job a into the mix. Something related to yes. one of her areas of expertise. But I know. she didn't. She didn't introduce herself as a gardener or or a botanist. So yeah. So she's just. I, as far as I'm concerned, they introduced artist, another. Really. They introduced another hobby into the mix: sketch artist, painter, Picasso. Yeah. Oh my gosh, this movie. Oh, it's so hard. But we digress. Anyway. We totally home, we totally just went off. Okay. We, so Okay, so we have home, to wrap up the lunch. We have to go back to the lunch. Okay. So then JLo shutting her down causes Jane Fonda to I guess it's a fake she's faking a panic attack, right? She fakes it. It's it's fake. It's a fake. It's yeah, a fake. Yeah, so she fakes attack. her out and 
does Jay, um, Jane Fonda like screams? She does some great scream acting in here and Jane hits Fonda, the floor. Like clutches her chest and like and like rolls onto the ground and mm-hmm. screams and yells as if she's like dying of a heart attack. Of a heart attack, like yeah. That. Clutches her chest and um, what does Jennifer Lopez say? She's fine. She's, She's fine. fine. The waitress, everyone there is like so concerned. concerned. This is an older woman because, like, clutching her she, chest. She is older, and like it's not like a hundred percent clear that she's okay. But immediately, <laughs> J uh, Lo's like, "She's fine. She's fine." And it yeah, did and Jane Fonda me, sold it. It did sold remind it. me of the most iconic fake passing out performance of our of our time of our generation, which is when, which is when Tyra Banks. In America's Next Top Model was introducing an acting challenge and Tyra gathers up the girls in the in the apartment and she she's giving them a lecture on something inconsequential mm-hmm. and then she kind of uh, 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 clutches herself and faints and passes out in front of the girls and yeah. then as they're all screaming and yelling she gets up and just looks at them and she's like that's acting that's acting, that acting. bitches and fall then, in line and then what's really funny is that later in that episode when they go to panel when they go to panel um the, some of them girl, are really mad well the one girl was like that was like really triggering and upsetting for me because like either i have like panic disorder or yeah like, or I know someone a that does and then yeah. Tara does it again she does it again to prove her a point that she's like no i know that like, was not i okay. say when i say when Anyway. That might have been around this time. That might have been, that might have been around 05 that this was happening. So this was in the zeitgeist. They might have been referencing Tom. Yeah, I Good think they point. were referencing Tyra Banks in that exact moment. Uh, that moment on Top Model is absolutely iconic and so bananas to think about now. Well, what's even more bananas about that Top Model moment is that they actually did have a contestant who legitimately passed out at panel. Not that season, but like in a different but, season. Yeah. Boy Who so Cried like, Wolf. No one's going to crowd around. They're going to be like, great acting. She's fine. <laughs> yeah, she's fine. She's fine. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Wait, I know we have to move on from the lunch. I know we do because it was like a three-minute scene. But we have I know. to talk about... We've we talked longer. Talk about what Jennifer Lopez orders for lunch. Oh, my God. Yes, we, we forgot. We forgot. We love this part. this is my favorite line in the movie. Because... Okay, so they, Jane Fonda ordering... orders the diet special. Yeah, Jane yeah. Fonda orders like a Cobb salad, whatever, like normal salad. thin lady lunch, mm-hmm. and then, <laughs> and then Jennifer Lopez, unprovoked, lists off all of her allergies. She's like, I'm allergic to nuts. I'm allergic to eggs. I'm allergic to. It was a laundry yeah. list. Blueberries, like, soy, yeah. <laughs> blueberries and soy. Wait, no, she orders up. She goes, I'll just have a cheeseburger, fries, and a and a soda, please. Does doesn't specify the soda, just says soda. I'm like okay, <laughs> it's actually an important detail, and your waiter can't again, do their job again. As if she's in the cafeteria in middle <laughs> school ordering. <laughs> when you have to take what you can get because there's only one soda, but this is a restaurant, and it's actually a very nice restaurant. And J Lo's wearing a fur top, a fur off the shoulder. I am surprised. Delia's special. This so is not bad. a restaurant. They do not have a cheeseburger on the menu. There's I know. no way. Unless she's yeah. ordering from the children's menu, which she well, probably... Well, she probably was with her fucking pigtails. But anyway, when... Ben- yeah. After... So she's listing off her allergies and yeah, she's like... Yeah, she goes through her, like, constitution long list of allergies that she has. And it's like four <laughs> things. <laughs> four. And then at the end, and then at the end, um, 
um, Jane. Jane Fonda was like, oh, it's amazing you've been able to nourish yourself all your life. <laughs> but we have to get to truly the best section of the movie, which is... Fun and games. Fun and games. Is, yeah, you're right. This is the fun and games section. Okay, so I'll just... I just... We need to move up to that. So yeah, essentially okay. Jane Fonda has her fake panic attack and mm-hmm. the doctor... Okay, doctor. and at this point... We'll so come, confusing. We'll come back to this. But, the, but there is a gentleman in the hospital... With a lab coat on. Lab coat. ID probably badge. an ID badge. Yes. Looking he, like a doctor. Yeah. Yeah. And he's like. Yeah. He's I, a doctor. As far as you're concerned in the movie, he's a doctor. doctor. And as far as I'm concerned, I'm still confused. Yeah. But. Yeah. If he, you're the audience in this film at this point in the movie, that's the doctor. So you're like, I'm in. And you would never think to question, is this a doctor? Because it yeah, is a doctor. No. It's a doctor. And her her son, who's a doctor, talks to the doctor, who's a doctor. Yeah, and you're like, this he, will come, sh- this he will should... make more sense. This will make sense later, but you're like, if anyone should know who the doctor is, it's the son, Kevin, who's a doctor. So we trust Kevin. In what Kevin. appears to be the same hospital. Same hospital that he might, that he probably works at. So, and doctor is like, she can't be alone. She needs family to look after her. And stupid idiot son, Kevin's like, yeah, man, totally. Yes. So... Guess who's moving in? <laughs> guess who's moving in and guess who's moving out? Because conveniently, and I, I bet the writers had something planned here, Kevin is going going on a business trip. Kevin has a trip. Oh, right and on the same week. That yeah, the, 24 hours later, she moves in, he's got to go to this business trip. And yeah. Jane Fonda gets wheeled in <laughs> in a wheelchair, <laughs> which is so fun. It's the best visual she looks so fabulous and she's getting wheeled in and then like two seconds later she's like so i'm planning the wedding and she's fine yeah oh, i mean she's getting wheeled in because she has to stay with jennifer lopez for for how what long we're led to believe is at home mental health services where jennifer lopez is going is to the help doc- her. yeah she's gonna help her is it three days i think it's only like three days right is it three i thought he was gone for a week okay well all in all short amount of time because by the end of the week we have the we have the wedding planned by the end of the week, and right? Almost like they, it's almost like they get married at the Within end of the that, week. At the end of the week. So the timeline of this movie is a little bit... Yeah, we'll, say, we'll say that she's there for no longer than a week. Yeah, so Jane Fonda moves in for about a week. <laughs> and this is just fun and games. And she is slapsticking it up. And Jane Fonda understood the assignment and totally goes for it. This is a 40 minutes of, of, of cinema that I could rewatch every day Endlessly. for the rest of my life. It is scene after scene of funny, funny moments where Jane Fonda cooks up these these different scenarios. It's like to TikTok. Just, to just Gander break down skin. Jennifer Lopez. Before we move on from the, pl- the prank section, I definitely have to like mention what was probably my favorite move- moment when I was like a child watching this for the first time which was of course when, <laughs> when Jennifer Lopez is sleeping on the couch <laughs> and then all we see is a little air horn pop into the hallway oh. yes, Jane, yes. Jane blows hits it. it it's like a terrifying air horn like World War II blows an air horn and Jennifer Lopez does like some dumb startling action <gasps> And then Jane Fonda's Flailing like, oh, around. thought it was air freshener. <laughs> and then like, Oop, thought it was air freshener. And then amazing cackle. They laugh. 
the cackle. Oh my god, I I knew it was coming because I I remembered that scene, but it, the joy that it produced in me was it's amazing. It was amazing, and then I could all I could also just see like I could see that like at that point in production. The director being like to J-Lo, like, hey, like, we really want to get an authentic jump scare from you. So, like, we're not going to tell you where the airport is. (laughs) (laughs) Like, it could be, it could be anywhere in the room. (laughs) Surprise. (laughs) It's it's over here. Jane Fonda's, again, the specificity of the moment, the screen, like the the cackle afterwards. I'm like. Oh my God! It's like it's like an, a Wicked Witch of the West laugh, but yeah, not, it's like she's delighting in it, and she knows that it's not air freshener, and like oh, and it's like for it's a for an audience of one, like it's just Jennifer <laughs> yeah. Lopez in the scene. Yeah, there's no one else there to watch any. It's of It's just this. an audience of one. No one like J Lo. It wouldn't hold up in a court of law. J Lo could be like she was torturing me. She was like blowing this air horn, and like Jane Fonda would be like, "What? I thought it was air freshener." And she'd be yeah. like, but you, ca- you cackled maniacally after. And Jane Fonda would just be like, no, I didn't. She's like, you're crazy. You're crazy. <laughs> you're- Send her away. <laughs> Send oh my her gosh. away. Well, okay. So, that also brings us to an important point, which is that during their stay together, as the audience, we learn slowly but surely that... Jane Fonda did not in fact have a mental break and that she's perfectly fine and that her pills that she's taking are vitamin, vitamin C, C tablets. Yeah, yeah. Tablets. Which Bitch. was a really funny moment <laughs> because Jennifer Lopez opens the pills and she's, she's like, like one of her dogs. And she's like, she's like, Ooh, mm. Smells like oranges. Smells like oranges. Oh, it's a lot of, a lot of under her breath uh, acting going on. Like, oh, a lot of indicating. She's like, why do these smell like oranges? Oh, <laughs> oh God. It's weird. She's like, who could I take these to? And, I was, and then she's like, and then she calls up her like, doctor's office. And oh, then, right. I'm a temp. <laughs> Reminds well, that's herself. That's actually really funny because when she calls the doctor's <laughs> office, she's like, hey, it's Charlie. No, I'm not working today. It's like, <laughs> well, obviously, otherwise, <laughs> otherwise you would be there, or you'd be in big, big trouble because <laughs> he's like, duh, you're not working today, bitch. We she's know like, you're like, do- you're dog walking like, today. I have, a, I have a, a mission or something. I'm so gonna anyway, go drop she, them off. She sends the 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 flexible pills that smell like oranges to <laughs> the doctor's office. They're little, for, they're chewy and sweet. <laughs> For further analysis, <laughs> and it comes um, back as it comes back that they're Flintstone vitamin, vitamin C. C. Yeah, they're Flintstone gummies, chewables, vitamin C. Yeah, so then it's like a few nights later, or who knows the timeline, but it's like the next night, and Jane Fonda is like sipping on a Could martini. Forty-five minutes later. Forty-five minutes later. <laughs> forty-five minutes after that. Jane Fonda is sipping on a martini or something and J-Lo rushes in and she she now knows J- Jane Fonda's lying. So she's like, oh my God, you can't drink on the pills that you're on. And she takes her martini away and Jane Fonda's like, oh, bitch. And then J-Lo goes to the sink and she's like, let me get you your meds and shakes her. And then instead of shaking her two vitamin C pills, she like brings in two new pills, which I can only describe as indicating for the audience like in pure in pure pantomime she's like she literally audibly goes like shake shake or something to let us know like 
to, to, to trick Jane Fonda into thinking she's getting vitamin C pills, Jane Fonda, performance of a lifetime, barely glances at him, chucks him in her mouth. J-Lo serves her a platter of tripe. Yeah. And we're like, ew, gross. And then two seconds later, Jane Fonda. Delicacy. Also, my family makes it. It's disgusting. <laughs> two seconds later, Jane Fonda flatlines face into a pool of tripe. Could have drowned. Could have drowned. Could have drowned. Not to mention. Because it was what? really, it was really watery the way that she served it. It, it was, was soupy. It was, it was very really soupy. soupy. And um, you're right. There was enough water to cause. To drown her. To drown her. And this literally brings us to death scare number one of the film. Number one of two. And again, this is important because this is really where we cross a line. And like, she's, she's, you know, she's committed what I would consider to be a felony. She has... I think it is. You can't drug someone. You can't drug someone for a joke. How about that? For a joke. Who got a fake prescription of fake vitamin C from a fake doctor, we come to find out. Doctor is a waiter at the local restaurant. Okay, so I took this it there. is this is the most confusing part of the movie. Yeah, one of which is it's, it's up I there with J Lo's apartment. How to explain it? So basically, after this, Jane Fonda, or sorry, Jennifer Lopez knows that Jane Fonda is lying about being in treatment for mental health services. Mm-hmm. So one day, Jane Fonda is like, "Oh, I, I I'm having a really bad day. I'm gonna go to the doctor." The doctor follows and her she tracks her and she sees her going out on a day of adventure she goes to gucci and she's like i don't know how they didn't see her she was literally standing in the store <laughs> looking at them like muttering under her breath she goes she was like no mental health day my ass like something like that in in a in like a clothing store like imagine walking by someone's <laughs> Mental health to my ass. Like, <laughs> there's like so much but, under your but breath. But she's it, and they're literally three feet away from her. They yeah. had to. They 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 they, they heard. Couldn't have missed her. They so were anyway. like, we're performing for her at this point. Yeah, they're like, this is her idea. Just do the scene. So yeah. they. <laughs> so Jalo the spots her out at lunch, right? Yeah. Yeah. The next stop is they go to lunch. And mm-hmm. this is where really this is where I'm. I'll be honest. I still have. A lot of confusion yeah the doctor the psychiatrist that we already met who in the you, coat who talked to yeah. the fellow boyfriend doctor yeah and if you were active listening we we kind of give you a warning and we said hey this is hey, important. file this away this. you should flag this doctor Post we, it, didn't, we didn't spoil this. it right we didn't yeah because we told we just you said mark that it, it. Just, we just said mark this mark this yes. moment so now the doctor who we thought was a doctor is a waiter is a waiter waiting on jane fonda yes so then you're like but how what so he so my mind immediately went to she paid him to do that to to fake to go to the hospital but i'm just like how how it really boggles my mind yeah i mean i i almost feel like we can't even spend too much time on it because we have to keep going and also it makes no sense like how my first reaction when i saw him Mm. working at the restaurant was like okay like maybe this is another side of the temp industry like maybe the doctor is also a temp (laughs) he's also a temp as a waiter or maybe he's just like a nurse so he he has like very few shifts so he can pick up a couple at the ivy yeah or maybe he's an actor yeah 
But what they're Who hitting us, and again, this is where the movie's done this before. Like at certain moments, they just want to hit you over the head with information, and they're essentially telling you, like, "We got you." Yeah, we got you. Ha 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 ha! Jokes on you. You thought he was a doctor. He's actually. You thought he was a doctor. A waiter. You dumbass. And that's the beginning, middle, and end of the story. Yeah, so, that's but that. you're right though. Like we actually can't talk about it because there is no other information provided as to how he conned himself into the hospital to present as a doctor. Yeah. I'll just say for most of the movie, I was assuming that she was actually diagnosed with these mental health issues because she did have a very real breakdown in the beginning. And I'm just buying into the reality of the movie. And I'm like, oh, okay. So she actually is pretty much unwell. So all of this faking that she's doing, I'm like, is this real? Is this fake? Is she actually having a mental breakdown? Maybe. And then the fake doctor kind of confirms it for you. The movie's like, gotcha. She's fine. She's fine. You know, after her three months, after her three months off screen stint somewhere else, she was fine, presumably. Yeah. So yeah, doctor is a faker. And so that's how Jane Fonda was able to con her way into the house, <laughs> pay off a friend. So, okay. So we talked about death scare number one. Right. Face in tripe. J-Lo lets her sleep with her face in the tripe all night long. She doesn't check on her. She doesn't, doesn't check on move her. her, move her, her airways to the side. To the side, yeah. Tilt her head to the side. Nope. She poke, poke, pokes her in the shoulder to make sure she's nice and limp, and then <laughs> walks away. She's as good as dead. Leaves. <laughs> right. Well, that is what I did think. I was like, "What she if dead? she did die?" <laughs> no, that's what I'm saying. You can't give an older woman two pills of like God knows what of drugs like, she hasn't been taken. Like there is, yeah, she, she has hasn't no been track taking record. Them. And like, what if it is like Xanax? And what if she had had one martini before that? Like, you don't want to be mixing stuff like that. Or I don't even know what the drug could have been. I like to think JLo asked Jeeves it, Jeeves it, Jeeves it in 2005. But who knows? Or maybe she asked Adam Scott or one of her temp buddies. But that was off screen. So we'll never fucking know. Yeah, they won't show us that scene. Yeah. So like, I was so concerned for Jane Fonda's life, which is never where you want to be in in a lighthearted flick like this. You don't want to be there. You don't want to be considering she might die. But I mean, of course, the next morning she wakes up. So we're good. Well, the next morning is also kind of curious because we cut to the morning. Wanda Sykes enters and jennifer lopez kind of just strolls by her and like pours herself a cup of coffee while jane fonda's head is still face still in the tripe in the watery tripe mm-hmm. and she's yep. like good morning yeah and wanda now they're co-conspirators like, oh my god and then like j-lo's like oh my god i thought she went to bed oh my oh no and then wanda's like i got your number bitch and then she looks her in the eye and she's like i underestimated you and honestly I would love that kind of approval from Wanda Sykes. So I actually felt really good in that moment. But also I was like, Jane Fonda needs to wake up. And she did. She did. Yeah. I mean, it was definitely a high compliment, but I was sort of just like, ladies, like, let's refocus because like something (laughs) is actually like a little bit more pressing, like right in the monkey in the middle needs to be attended to. Yes, addressed, attended to, get get her an inhaler or I don't know. She she inhaled tripe. Get her a straw, something, just to like get poke an air hole through, so that she can start to get some normal, get fill up those lungs. Bendy straw. Yes. Yeah, and then and then Jennifer Lopez. Jennifer Lopez is like, oh my god, I totally wish I could help you, but I have to go pick up Kevin from the airport. (laughs) She just pieces out after almost killing Jane Fonda, an elderly woman with two pills, which honestly makes death scare number two justified. (laughs) 
Well, that's what I'm saying. This repeats the same pattern we've seen so far in the movie, which is that Jennifer Lopez strikes first. And Jane Fonda has no choice but to retaliate against this, Mm -hmm. again, using the language of the movie, this crazy, freaky woman. (laughs) (laughs) This pigtail bitch who lives in Santa Monica. She's truly out of control. I, I do feel like we're missing a bunch of scenes. I would love to see what was on the cutting room floor. I wonder if they fleshed out her like hopes and dreams as a fashion designer or maybe she wore pigtails the day mom and dad died. So she like loves pigtails or just anything like would have loved some backstory, but not what the movie's about. So, okay. So Death Scare 2 happens at the rehearsal. It's a rehearsal dinner, right? right yeah. Before the I mean, it's the night before the wedding. So. Which is yeah, insane because no, it's, it's been a it's week. It's a rehearsal dinner. But okay. Yeah. It's a rehearsal dinner at their house and Jane oh my god the scene opens and Jane is in the middle of telling a joke and it is so enthralling and she nails the punchline and the whole table erupts in laughter including me I'm like great punchline good job girl yeah and so she's like about to go refresh the gravy and she runs what did anything provoke her to go do this she just runs into the kitchen starts crushing up nuts in no. a mortar well, and pestle what provoked <laughs> so remember there were two unexpected guests at dinner one was oh, like okay that, yes like, i'm an really idiot kind of like that kind of seductress girl fiona and then yeah. and so then Je- jennifer lopez's character j-lo invites fiona kevin's ex no no no, no, no. other way around oh jane fonda jane fonda invites fiona jennifer lopez invites invites Dr. Chamberlain <laughs> slash the waiter Chamberlain. The waiter. <laughs> slash actor. Yeah. Slash potential so there's two in, kind of improv like partner. Fun, two fun mystery guests, which I've never been two to a mystery party guests. with mystery guests, but it's it looked fun. It looked so fun. I like love a I love a shake up. I love a scramble. So okay, so Jane Fonda's pissed and she right. runs into the kitchen. She's like, I'm gonna go refresh this gravy. And then she just has a bag of nuts just chilling on the counter. And she dumps them in this mortar and pestle. And the the vigor with which she starts crushing these nuts, I'm like, oh my God. And then Wanda Sykes rushes in and she's like, You can't do this. This this is a felony. Like you can't, you could kill this girl. She has allergies. And then that's when we're like, Oh, right. She's allergic yeah. to nuts and blueberries I also, and soy. I did love the idea that like, okay, like what like what side could we put the nuts in that has a 100% chance of Jennifer Lopez asking for more? <laughs> and they're like, because there had to have been other choices, but they're like, oh, put it, put it in. They're the, workshopping it. Put it in they're the workshopping gravy. it. She's like, What's the more stuffing, p- more stuffing, please. <laughs> and then the audience like, is just no, like, no, why is there, why is there no. stuffing at this table? They're like, no, gravy. Try it with gravy. the gravy. So Jane Fonda like dumps it in the gravy and Wanda Sykes is like, you can't do that. And they're having a whole fight about it. Like you can, you can't. And Wanda Sykes is like, I'm not going to jail for you. Truly amazing one-liners. I feel bad that we, we can't spend time on Wanda. Also yeah. Wanda says, um, oh my God, she goes, if they, if they lock me up, I'm going to sing like a canary. Which I <laughs> died laughing. So funny. I like to think that was an improv, but as they're fighting, idiot doctor slash waiter yeah. carries the bowl of gravy into the next room. Doing, well, honestly, doing what he he does best, which is, you know, transferring food from the kitchen to the table. Transfer so, items in their receptacle. Yeah, when he sees a hot receptacle. plate, he knows what to do with it. So he brings it right from the kitchen to the, to the table. And I did, this was a really <laughs> funny it's line. funny. Because they filmed it off camera because you know they wouldn't 
that Jennifer Lopez yeah. would not agree to being on camera to say, Mmm, mm. I love the more gravy. <laughs> more gravy. <laughs> but like she says it as if and like again, mm, like this I know she ref- great. She refused to be on camera because like she definitely like mouth acted with gravy in her mouth because it sounded a little full like she was like mm. i was so confused by the choice to make all of this action happen off screen and i was like what is like she the refused. logic behind I it i guarantee you she refused, she refused to be on camera and say mm, i love mm, extra gravy i'm gonna find the line because i literally have the transcript right here but my whole thing was like did the director think it was just funnier to see Jane Fonda and Wanda Sykes freak out in the next room or whatever, but it's so corny that this plays out <laughs> Her, off screen. She, she read it like like she was reading the phone book. I'm, I'm in the script right now, and it's like, gravy? More gravy. Anyone for more gravy? <laughs> Maybe she won't take any gravy. That's a lot of gravy. This gravy's delicious. That's J-Lo's line. <laughs> I think we need some more gravy. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, this gravy's delicious. Is hers. Beware for gravy in this movie. You're warned. (laughs) Take a sip. Take a drink every time gravy's mentioned. Every time the word temp is mentioned, and every time they make an inappropriate reference to mental health. Yeah, you'll be drunk. You'll be you'll be triped out. You'll be looking like Jane Fonda with the tripe. (laughs) Bad. So okay, so we get like a little funny little, just dumb visual of JLo's lips blown up because she ate nuts which is really scary and not a laughing matter yeah death scare number two she I almost died though that she must not have that severe of of an allergy to nuts because um I saw no I didn't see an EpiPen I didn't see mm-hmm. any nope. sort of throat closure all that I saw were her her lips were enlarged and yeah, and um, it it cured very quickly, overnight, done. Right, keeping in mind her wedding is the next day. Wedding's the next day. So she wakes up on the day of her wedding. She looks beautiful. She's back to looking like her gorgeous self. She's ready to take the day. I feel like we can skip ahead at this point, right? So she's getting ready. She looks great in that wedding dress. I actually really did like it. It wasn't super dated or anything. That's what a fashion no, it was designer very modern would wear. And like, yeah, yeah some, very a dress that somebody else would have designed. Mm-hmm, not her. Oh, God. She can't draw. No, she can't draw. <laughs> she can't draw. Well, she's, that, walk, okay, she's a dog. But she's the look, hands of a dog walker. Well, they do play for laughs, this this idea that, that J-Lo has gone out of her way to design this hideous bridesmaid's dress that Jane Fonda has to wear. Mm-hmm. But based on the artistic, you know, prowess that we've seen from Jennifer Lopez, it doesn't, it really tracks more as sort of like her final project because it 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 doesn't it's the seem best like she she's can do dumbing down her talent to produce that it it's seems the best like she can that's, do. that's the best she can do so <laughs> it is a little confusing that that we are supposed to believe that that's the worst that she could have cooked up when it looks looks great it's like fine she's wearing her wall art that she was proud of. Yeah. I feel like the worst part about it is just, you know, to piss Jane Fonda off. Jennifer Lopez is like, you're going to be my matron of honor and here's your peach dress. And she just puts a bunch of flowers on it and who cares? Yeah. But, um, I've seen worse, but I've also I've seen, seen worse. I've seen so our do better art department. Anyway, yeah. 
So Jane Fonda is supposed to be wearing this peach number, but she comes out in (laughs) head to toe white. (laughs) With like a cape. (laughs) With like, is it fur? Is it a fur cape? I think it's like a side cape. And I think she has like a fur shawl or something. I mean, she looks so good in her. And I'm going to say white is her signature. Jane Fonda is in white the whole movie. So it's almost like Jennifer Lopez took her color is how I'm seeing it. Because Jane Fonda kills it in white. But she comes out and J-Lo's like, you better take that dress off. And Adam Scott's like, clear the room, everybody get out. And then they have a slap fight. They slap (laughs) each other, which had to be fun. It's weird because like this is, okay, this, this made me think of when I went to go see that movie. Do you remember that movie Obsessed starring Beyonce, Knowles Carter, and Allie Larder? Do you remember that? Oh movie? my God, no! Okay, so it's, it's it was billed as this like a really intense fight between these two women, and like I forget the whole plot, but essentially you're waiting. <laughs> Doesn't for matter. The, you're waiting for the end of the movie where these two women are going to come head to head and have like this like crazy mm. fight. They're and, building like, that. Okay, building up to it, and like you know it's coming. And it's like the thrill of getting through like this slog of a movie. Mm-hmm. For this, it was bizarre. <laughs> it was a real bizarre. Just because we climax, had no, we had no like. If you would have paused right before they slapped each other, and you said, "What do you? What do you? What do you <laughs> think so excited happen? for that's going to happen right now?" <laughs> I would have said. Oh, not maybe that. a funny, maybe a funny insult, maybe something you know, something drops on somebody's toe, like something funny, maybe paint splatters on their dress. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If the wedding cake was nearby, movie. yeah, yeah. If the wedding cake was nearby, cake to the face, just cake something like face, stupid, something funny. Yeah, um, but physical violence was not something that I not in the cards had on my bingo card for the end of of Monster in Law because you're right though all the physical violence we've seen so far has been in these like weird like um, imagination scenes like where Jennifer Lopez like hits Jane Fonda with yes. a cast iron skillet and mm-hmm. <laughs> Jane Fonda yeah, slams. It's bo- it's been table. in both their imaginations twice. So like yeah. the third time for it to play out in reality is a little shocking. It was and just like so unsatisfying and also it it, re- it just, just resolves quick too. It's a very bizarre message that like all these women had to do was just slap each other a few times and then Get it they out. were like they were like all right. We're good. <laughs> I'm done. We're good. Yeah, like J-Lo hits first, I want to point out. Of course. And then she's like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. And Jane Fonda's like, don't you dare slap and then take it back. Like grow grow a backbone, girl. And then she slaps her. That's a good point. And then there's a back and forth of slapping, which, you know, they had to do for real on set, which I love thinking about. And yeah. then it's just over. And then J-Lo's like, I'm about to call off the wedding. And then Jane Fonda's like, no, 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 let me make it up to you. And then that's when they have their heart to heart and they resolve everything. And it's annoying. And it's over in like 30 seconds. 30 seconds. Wrap it up. And J-Lo's like, the message is just basically, I want you around. You're my mother-in-law. I want you around. Her (sighs) final speech was the most cringy moment in the movie. It's hard to watch. It's hard, hard to watch. Be present for every birthday. Birthday. Holiday. School Literally play game callback Cla- like clarinet. It was like <laughs> clarinet recital. Yeah, <laughs> she does say clarinet recital. 
<laughs> I'm like, does Jennifer Lopez know what a clarinet recital is? She's like, I teach clarinet. <laughs> <laughs> it's another one of my gigs. It was, it was truly, I wrote down, I was like, this is the worst acting I've, I've seen in the movie yet. In that. Poor Jennifer Lopez. Did I say already in this podcast that I don't want her job in this movie. I don't want to go up against Jane Fonda. Yeah. So like, that's my disclaimer for this. Jennifer Lopez did the best with what she had. I don't want the job. I don't want yeah. the job. It's impossible. You cannot go head to head with Jane Fonda. The only person who gives Jane Fonda a run for her money, Elaine Stritch. Right? Right. And she's in in an all too brief seconds. role. Yeah. For the last, As I want to say, minute and a half of the movie. <laughs> <laughs> Quite literally minute and a half. And she, we, we come to find out that Elaine Stritch is the the old monster-in-law, the her husband's mother. Right. So I just want to say that's the movie I want. I want Jane Fonda, Elaine Stritch, monster-in-law. Yeah, we need a prequel. Yeah, so I want a Mamma Mia to it. I oh want to, my God, yes. Right? I want to take it all the way back to like, what, 76, 77? Yeah, we and I we want... make it monstrous-in-law. Monstrous-in-law. Yes. Yeah. Something to indicate two number two sequel yeah but same everything same vibe so that's the movie i want it's unfortunate yeah it's oh and elaine stritch is the one who who delivers the line i heard you got sacked and thrown into a loony bin (laughs) that's where it is yeah and i'd argue it works coming from you know an actress who's at that point what was she like 70 something pushing 80 at that point it works she can say that yeah, she can you say know, it. She, she can, can say it. it. But you're right, though, that like, and like what is also like should be communicated now is like the movie is over because the movie's <laughs> over. The movie literally ends. And there's, it ends really abruptly, actually. So abruptly. Kind like, of. We in get a, the backstory yeah. about Jane Fonda. Then. Yeah, that she faced the same kind of monster in law scenario. Boom. They get married. We don't see Kevin again, which is fine with me. Fine. And then keep they, Kevin off screen. I mean, he's there, but he's neither here nor there. And then yeah. the put movie a cardboard ends, cut out. And 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 that's it. Never <laughs> mind. They're driving away, and Jennifer Lopez goes, "Hawaii! I'm so excited." Oh my god! I was like, "You like, would." It's at that point. It's not her fault. It's like this script. Like I said, show don't tell. And if you're yeah. gonna show what you did, don't also tell. And they and they they had to tell. It was like it's like they couldn't help themselves. The screenwriter. It would, it would have. It's almost as <sighs> if she pulled out the airline ticket and said, "My ticket says Hawaii. We're going <laughs> to Hawaii for our honeymoon." I'm so excited. Oh my god. It was so we pretty, love this movie. <laughs> it was a pretty uninspiring honeymoon choice, but I will say though that I legitimately laughed out loud so many times watching this movie in a way that like caught me off guard yeah it's absolutely shocking it shouldn't be so funny but build as a two co-star film it's not it's not and listen i love jennifer lopez we saw hustlers together in this movie theater and she was wonderful that was another movie that was billed as a two co-star, Constance Wu and Jennifer Lopez. Was oh, not, not necessary. Nope. N- no. Jennifer Lopez on the way. Star. It was one star. It was one star and Jennifer Lopez. In this movie, I mean, I know there's one star. One star. Jane Fonda. 
you can find out. Yeah, it's super interesting to me that this was this was very clearly a Jennifer Lopez star vehicle, and it's like my dumb idiot brain was like, oh, this is a Jane Fonda vehicle. <laughs> it is a Jane Fonda vehicle because she's has, the star. Yeah, it's there's room for one. Okay, so any last we oh my god, so it's been an hour fifty. Oh, an hour fifty I... or hour fifteen? Fifty five zero. Oh, we have to cut it down. <laughs> We're really going to have to cut this one down. <laughs> we had fun. Guys, that was so much fun. This movie is so much fun. I and mean, if you can there... believe it, and this is shocking, there are almost half of the movie we didn't t- we didn't even cover. <laughs> we didn't talk about Kevin. We didn't talk about Wanda Sykes. We didn't talk about her friends. We didn't, oh my God, we didn't talk about so much. Oh my God, where's your bridesmaid's dress? Because when she takes the dress off and comes out in white... <laughs> she goes i gave it to ruby's daughter she works at hooters she loved it and then we cut to ruby who's wanda sykes and she goes i don't have a daughter (laughs) so what have you learned about the star vehicle today i mean i think it's what we've always been talking about which is we refer to them as jennifer lopez and jane fonda because truly they are jennifer lopez and jane fonda in this role yeah they're just they're just movie stars acting in a movie they're movie stars and I think what's so fun about these movies, again, is that like how so many other aspects of a film have to be sacrificed in order for the stars to shine. <laughs> you don't want anyone stealing focus. And that's what makes them so enjoyable. Write them like shit. Yeah. <laughs> Write the supporting characters like ass. I think I think yeah. the dogs kind of eclipsed J Lo for like a little bit, and they were like, "Ooh, this is bad." Yeah, yeah. They had to they had to like give the dogs a talking to to like kind of settle down because they were pulling, settle down like, pulling focus. Yeah, I just have like written. It's another easy star vehicle. Nothing is sad or too scary. No. Aside from the slapping at the end and the two death scares. Never mind. I take it back. Yeah, I mean, you never really think anybody's in any, in any like legitimate in any harm, danger, but yeah. They definitely, you know, they, they, they put you they, at ease. They, they put you at ease. Yeah. I think that the last thing I want to say is that much like, and I wrote this down, much like Jennifer Lopez is at her temp jobs in this movie. She is of no help. <laughs> and I think that's where I want to end it. I don't want to say anything past that. We're Please done. Please let's not ruin it. That's all folks. <laughs> and scene. <laughs>